people have to find about growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, I can respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for, um, everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from Whitney'sOnion.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's a very special, very special episode. Do you want to know why? Because it's my birthday. It is today, January 24. I'm pretty pumped, obviously. I come from a family where we celebrate for like at least three solid consecutive weeks um, when it's our birthday. Like we just do. It's just natural to have multiple events, multiple parties, multiple shenanigans, and it's just fun. Sometimes even multiple birthday cakes. So I'm right now in San Diego, California, turning up because why not? The weather is fantastic. It's really cold on the East Coast. We got snowed in a couple weeks ago and it spooked me because I was like, look here, I could plan the most fabulous birthday in DC, but here's what I don't have time for, being snowed in and not being able to celebrate my birthday. So I've always had an issue with my birthday, and I've talked about this before, just because January is such a weird month. It's like, eh, eh, January. Everyone's either broke, super cold, Netflixing and chilling with somebody random um, from cuffing season, or, you know, they're working on resolutions, you know, keto diet or whatever's the hot thing. And so it's difficult to get people to kind of get out of the house for one and show up someplace really, really, really fun and do some really fun stuff like, you know, get crazy and drink a lot and eat a lot of cake. So that's been an issue for me over the years on my birthday. And I'm glad that I'm in San Diego because all of the friends I have here love to do all of those things. And the weather is great for it. So I have a few more days in San Diego. I've been here for about a week and I couldn't be happier. This is great. So I did want to do an episode about being 30, flirty, and thriving. Because, I mean, why not? If you know where that came from, you know it's from the movie 13 going on 30. Now, I am not turning 30 this year. I turned 30 a few years ago. I'm now 33, officially. And I'm titling it 30, 30 and Thriving because a lot of us are in our 30s, right? We're, it's still new. It's still new to us. It's still something that a lot of us are we're coming up to, right? Some of us are turning 30 this year. Some of us are turning 30 next year or turn 30 last year. So we're all in that realm, right? Most of us are in that age bracket. So whether you're 30 already, you've been 30 for a minute, you're way into your 30s or you're on your last few years of your 20s, I want you to take what I'm going to say here and really take it to heart because I thought about this movie, 13 Going on 30, and it really sparked a lot of things for me. So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about the significance of the number 33, which I didn't even know until very recently. Super random, but we're going to talk about it. And before we do, though, um, if you guys are trying to possibly, you know, celebrate my birthday and maybe get me a gift, and, you know, you're not trying to give me, like, you know, puppies or strippers or Starbucks gift cards or yoga pants. One thing that would make me really happy, actually there are two things that make me really, really happy for my birthday. One of them would be if you would rate 
and review my show on Apple Podcasts. Now, this only takes two minutes and it would be really fun. And you could even leave me like a fun review. Like, hey girl, I know it's your birthday. I hope you get twerked on. Like something fun, right? You can leave that in the comments. But all you have to do, and if you don't have an, if you don't have an Apple phone or an iPad, you can do this on somebody you know's Apple phone or iPad, right? Because I don't know how Google works with it yet. I don't even know if they're doing rating just yet, but Apple does. So find an Apple device, any Apple device. Go to the Purple Apple Podcast app. Type in network space ampersand space spill. Go to the bottom, click on the thing, go down to the bottom, and then you'll see, leave a review, and you get five stars. Yes, click all of them, and we'll just click the last one so they all light up, and then type something fun. That's it. And the second thing that would make me really happy is if you told your friends about the show. I am really excited about where the show is going this year. There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. I've got some great guests lined up, and it would mean the world to me if you would help me spread the word about the show. So post it places, share episodes, tag people, just whatever. Email your friends, text them. I'm just... I'm just happy that you're listening, but I'd be even happier if there were more people listening too, you know, because I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. And I feel like there are little gems sprinkled all over the place. So you never know who an episode might help. So that would make me happy. Now, if you are actually inclined to send me puppies and strippers and yoga pants and Starbucks gift cards, you are more than welcome to do that. My email address is Whitney at WhitneyDanielle.com. I will send you all the information you need so that you can hook me up. But I figured I would give you guys like a free, quick, you know what I mean? Like just a little something, something that would help. But you know, you know, the more the merrier. I am cool with whatever. Um, but I really do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening and subscribing and stuff. So shout out to you. Okay, so let's get into this. If you have not seen this movie, I am sorry. I am sad for you. There will be spoiler alerts, but I guess not that many because I'm actually looking at this movie from a totally different perspective at this point. I saw this film a gazillion times as a kid, right? We watched it growing up and I loved it. Loved it, loved it, but still love it, right? If it comes on Lifetime or whatever channel, like this weekend or any weekend, I typically will sit and watch the whole thing with commercials because I just love it that much. But the movie is essentially... It's kind of like a coming-of-age movie, but it's more like a getting-your-shit-together movie where this 13-year-old girl is really obsessed with turning 30. She's, like, really into it. She's really pumped about it, and she just wants to be a grown-up and, like, live her life and be fabulous and do all the things that grown-ups do and have fun and control her shit. Like, she's just excited. And so she ends up going and somehow, right, I won't tell you that part. I also don't know if I remember fully that part, but she ends up being a 30 year old she gets to live life as her 30 year old self and that happens right and so you kind of fast forward or whatever and she is a grown-up she is 30 she is living her life she's working in a magazine company like she always wanted to doing her thing climbing the ladder being successful and free and independent her closet is legit her lifestyle is amazing she has a cute apartment in new york city she's killing it And that's really like the fun part is she gets to live this extraordinary, extravagant lifestyle and then they switch bodies, right? Not really switch bodies, but like she becomes the 13-year-old as the 30-year-old woman. And so she gets real when she starts showing up to work and then 
becoming this like new person essentially everybody's like dude what happened to you because she's totally different and what's really powerful here is that you get to see this 13 year old's mindset slash mentality and behaviors affect this grown-ass woman and everything she does right her whole life transform it's a super powerful film because you watch you watch her treat people differently. It's, it's interesting because this grown-up, right, this grown-up who's supposed to have her shit together, who's supposed to be this, like, all-knowing business professional badass is actually living a complete shit show. She is banging this guy she shouldn't be banging. She's treating people like shit. She's not being a great friend. She's not being a great performer at work because she was stealing ideas and just being horrible. Um, she, <laughs> there's a lot of things that she wasn't doing right. And that's where the 13-year-old kind of comes in and, and helps her shift everything. So she starts treating people better, making better decisions, because ultimately, and this is the biggest takeaway here, she's essentially tuning back into her core values, right? How she was raised, which was not to be this, like, gold-digging, shitty, backstabbing, mean person, like, careless, selfish person. That's not how she was raised. And so this 13-year-old comes into the picture and really helps her get her shit together and places her in the right situations. And, and it's so cool how going back, right, going back to your core values, to who you were, to who you were taught to be, to who you were always wanting to be, right, tuning back into that is what helped her change her life for the better and helped her get her shit together and start really reorganizing her entire existence on the planet. So... For me, I love this film because it is definitely a coming to story. I don't know if it's a coming of age, but it's definitely like a coming to story where she's coming to her senses and coming back to reality in the sense that like, we don't have to be X, Y, and Z and sell our souls and just be mean-spirited people. We can actually be the kid part, you know, the, the, the kid, the child, the adolescent that we grew up being, we can still have pieces of her with us the good pieces, the pure pieces, the angelic and innocent pieces, right? Maybe even the naive pieces at times. I think it's good to have a strong, healthy balance. And I think a lot of us right now are struggling because we have veered so far from who we were as kids and who we wanted to be and who we were taught to be. We veered so far from that version of ourselves, that, that person that we're struggling and we're doing the wrong things. We're entertaining the wrong people. We're dating fuckboys. We're dealing with things that we shouldn't be dealing with. We're at jobs we don't like. We're hanging out with people who don't care about us. We are not taking care of our bodies. We're binge watching way too much shit on, the TV, on TV and on Netflix. We're doing the most, but in the worst ways. And that is exactly what she does in the movie. And so this 13-year-old comes in and essentially saves the day, but she's saving herself. And so when we look at this as a parallel, I feel like a lot of us need to save ourselves and take a few steps back, not just one or two, but a few steps, maybe even a few years back so that we get back to like the real version of ourselves before we added all the bullshit, right? Because there was a time we didn't care about what other people thought. Believe it or not, there was a time when we didn't care about what other people thought, about what other people were doing, about, you know, what other people felt about X, Y, and Z. Like we didn't care. You know, and we weren't influenced negatively by things like that. And a lot of us need to do that work and take a few steps back and really reevaluate 
where we're at versus where we originally kind of intended to be, because that's important too. I think it's great to, you know, plan your life and to plan your goals and to plan how you want things to kind of happen. But I think being so stringent on them is, is, is a negative, right? If there is no room for spontaneity, for growth, for excitement, for creativity, for something new to blossom, you're not doing it right. I do believe that if you have to be this like perfectionist, this, it has to be my way or nothing else, like that is what stifles so many of us. And so when we talk about being 30 and flirty and thriving, it's hard to thrive when you've got this super controlled environment or when you have so much toxicity around you or when you're putting out so much bullshit and toxicity to other people. We cannot thrive if we're not working on that. And that's why I have so many episodes about personal development, not just professional development, because I don't necessarily believe that you really can have one without working on the other. Like they go together, right? You should be going through a lot of this business development work with the intention of becoming a better person, a better colleague, a better X, Y, and Z, right? Whatever your profession is. So that is where all of this kind of intersects back. That's like my circling it, you know, around for you is that a lot of us need to do this work. A lot of us need to take some time and get creative and let our hair down and have some fun. That's exactly what she does in the movie. Um, And what I liked about it is that for me, I feel like I have held on to a lot of the things that little Whitney loved to do, you know, whether it's coloring or crafting, like I love doing these things, Um, you know, watching certain movies, hanging out, eating certain foods sometimes, um, just little things, taking bubble baths and wearing weird socks, like fuzzy socks and having a teddy bear every so often. There are certain things that I still do because it helps me connect with that little girl who I used to be, who was way different and had way different priorities and goals and a different mindset on the world. And sometimes I wish I had just that mindset and not the mindset that I have because when you get older, you actually realize how shitty things are in a lot of respect, right? And in the respect of everything, we've got the political climate, we've got just adulting, our finances, student loans. I mean, it is hard out here. And so sometimes you want to just go back and pretend like you're not adulting. And that's where you get people who don't ever mature because they're rebelling against that, that growth. But that growth is necessary. And if we don't do it, then we won't thrive, right? So I think a lot of us are stuck in in one of these areas. We're either fixated on how old we are and that we're not accomplishing X, Y, and Z and the perfectionism issues. We're either not having fun and flirting and being creative and spontaneous and just wild and carefree, or we're not thriving. We're not in an environment where we can grow or we have been growing and We're just not seeing what we want to see and feeling how we want to feel and doing what we want to do. So these are the three areas I think many of us are struggling with. And maybe you only struggle in one and maybe you struggle in all three or a weird combination. It doesn't matter. I think these are the things that we should be focusing on as we move forward. And it's interesting because those three things, right? The number three, I'm turning 33. It just all works, right? 30 something, flirty and thriving. I just, I love it. I love the fact that we get to choose how we behave, how we act, who we let into our lives, who we let out of our lives, how we perform, all of these things, we get to control it. And I I think a lot of us could use some fun moments, some exciting moments. I'm always pushing this because I don't think enough of us are doing it. I don't, and I've done this in the past where like, I just, 
I get stuck doing the same routine over and over and over. And I don't allow myself to have that like random day or that fun day or that like bizarre, spontaneous trip or weekend or whatever. And that's what helps keep us going. It just is. You know, we talk about the other day I was talking about conferences and how San Diego has a million conferences and like, eh, it's so much fun. And you know how there's always a different conference in the city. And somebody's like, yeah, those conferences are really dumb. Like no one ever really does anything at this. I'm like, dude, no, I think it's necessary for people to have these conferences because you get to meet new people, learn new stuff. It gets you out of your, your normal location, your normal frame of mind, right? Which is typically work mode. When you're at an event, sometimes, especially a conference, you get to learn stuff, you get to do stuff. It's totally different. So I'm a big fan of conferences, right? Because it breaks up the monotony. I think it is necessary to change your views, change literally and and figuratively, and to change your scenery and all of these things is necessary. So um, I did want to talk about the number 33 because I did not know that there was a thing with turning 33. I did not know this. So I don't know how I heard about it, but it was very recently, either in like some YouTube video or podcast or sermon or something I saw. But then I started doing research because somebody said that turning 33 had some significance. Maybe it was on Facebook. Somebody posted something on Facebook. I don't know. But it was some kind of quote about being in a year of life where you're very spiritually sound and you're elevating yourself and you're doing all these things. And so of course I have to research that, right? So I go to YouTube and I realize that it's, it's a biblical thing as well as, um, this numerology thing as well. And so I got into numerology years back, um, because, I was learning about the law of attraction and like being synchronicity and being in tune with being aligned and being in that spirit of flow and like attracting things. And so there's a lot of work that goes into numerology because they believe, or when I say they, I mean like certain spiritual leaders believe that, you know, the universe and your spirit guides and the angels and whomever are talking to you, maybe even God are talking to you through numbers and through symbols to different things that are going to catch your eye. Right. And I thought that was super interesting. And so I started seeing numbers all the time. And at one point I downloaded an app on my phone to help me see what these numbers meant. And so like, if I saw the number 999 on a license plate, I'd be like, yo, what's that? Or, you know what I mean? Like 777 or 68. I wanted to know. Apparently 666 in China, it means good luck. I didn't know that. Um, And it's because when you say 666, I guess it sounds like the word for lucky in Chinese. I could be wrong, but that's what I remember. Um, so learning about numbers and their significance is important, right? Especially when you go into buildings and they don't have a 13th floor listed on the numbers in the elevator. You know, there's reasons for that. I think a lot of people believe in random stuff and I love superstitions. So for me, I love numerology. I think it's very interesting. And so there's power in the number three, there's power in the number 33 also in religion, right? Um, there's, there's a lot of the number three in religion, just the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, there's a lot of the number three um, and there's significance there. Um, and so I guess your 33rd vertebrae is connected somehow in your body to like your spirituality and um, enlightenment. And also Christ was crucified at 33, according to what I found on the internet, which I also thought was interesting. So for me, 
I am down. I think 33 sounds super interesting. <laughs> At the very least, I went in thinking it was going to be a regular ass birthday, just like 32, just like 31, but it apparently is not. There's a lot of spirituality and enlightenment and power and ascendance or transcendence or whatever involved in being 33. So yeah, I'm totally, totally down. I'm ready for this journey and this chapter, but I will say one of the things that has, I think, kept me fresh and young and excited in life is really getting to know myself on many, many, many deeper levels and being okay with myself. I think we talk a lot about being independent and doing things solo. At least I talk a lot about that on the show, you know, going to events by yourself, um, doing the personal development work, self-help stuff is a lot of it is very solitary work. But I think there's something to be said about being okay with yourself. Like no one really talks about that part. It's always, you know, having the courage to do something solo. And it's more about the external view of what that looks like. Oh, well, other people see me by myself and might think something, but I'm not, I'm not worried about it anymore. Right. That's the sort of attitude most people have around doing things by yourself. But rarely do you hear people talking about really enjoying their own company and getting into a deeper relationship with themselves and who they are and who they want to be. Maybe, I I don't know. I see, I see it semi-regularly, but I think it's still not talked about enough. Like it's not the norm for people to talk about how much they love. There's a lot of people who talk about how they love doing things at home alone, or maybe they're introverted or homebodies. And that's a cool conversation, but I'm more so talking about, are you cool with yourself? Because I think a lot of people who are homebodies and introverts not all of them, but many of them are just trying to avoid other people, which has nothing to do with liking yourself. Maybe you like yourself more than other people, but a lot of people don't, right? A lot of people like other people or, you know, versions of themselves more than they like themselves. So it's really, really, really important, I think, at any stage of life, but especially in our 30s, to make sure that we are learning more about ourselves, becoming the person that we want to be because we are always changing and growing and evolving and becoming. Now, if you are somebody who is struggling with any of these, you know, being really stringent and hard on yourself about not having something by a certain age, maybe you're not a homeowner, maybe you haven't had any children by a certain age, maybe you wanted to be married by a certain age, or you wanted your boyfriend to propose to you by a certain time, you know, these are things to work through. These are things to work through that I think affect our, our everyday and our psyche and our future. So it's really good to get a hold of these. Um, I did, I think I talked a little bit about the 2018 reflection guide back. I've talked about it a few times this year since I've released that episode. Um, in that episode, I give you guys a lot of my answers from that worksheet where I talk about things that I learned last year and things that I've gone through and my highlights and some of my goals, you know, going forward, I, I, I talk about that. It was a very personal episode. And I really recommend if you haven't heard it to go back and listen to it, because I'm hoping that you'll see some of the lessons I've learned and the things that I've gone through, and you can use those in your own way and learn from them, learn from my, not only my mistakes, because I don't really know about calling them mistakes, but learning from my experiences, right? My trials and triumphs, my, my journey, learning, learning and listening through other people. It's so powerful. So definitely go back to that episode. If you haven't done the worksheet, you still have plenty of time, but definitely do that. I was wondering if I should even maybe create a new worksheet or a new journal prompt for 
turning a new year. And I was like, I don't know. It's hard for me because my birthday is right at the beginning of the year. So it's like a double whammy, but, and I, I don't want to get caught up in doing a certain thing by a certain age or by a certain time. But I will say that I want to spend more time each year being more and more grateful for the things that I have in my life and the people that I'm surrounded with, right? That's what I want to spend more time focusing on. So being able to sit down and journal that is going to be more important to me in the long term and in the current than doing any sort of goal setting for the year based around my age. Um, A lot of us are getting fixated on doing things by a certain age. And I really want us to let that go because that's just, it's not, it takes, for me, it takes the fun away. And even though, yes, there are moments where I'm like panicked and stressed about, you know, my eggs getting old and not as good. And, you know, I'm, I'm running on fumes in, in there, my ovaries, like, even though those moments happen, I can't let them dictate my life and my progress and all the things that I'm looking to do. I can't let that slow me down. Um, if I were to put a, an age on buying a home or getting married, I probably would have been disappointed by now. Like I've never been that person to do that. And I know a lot of women out there are saying, I want this by this. I want this by that day. I want this by who cares guys. And the way that I look at it is even if you were to get it the way that you wanted, sometimes it's better not to get it the way that you wanted, right? Sometimes it's better to just go with the flow and to let things evolve for you, right? Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And that change in mindset is just as important as the mindset shift that happened in the 13 going on 30 film, right? That it's not about me, me, me and being, you know, this, this, and this and doing X, Y, and Z. It's actually about being a decent person and showing up for not only yourself, but for those around you who you say that you care about, being a good person. There are much more important things to focus on than being a homeowner by a certain age. So I really hope that you guys took that and like get it because that's really important right now for me and for a lot of other people. It's not a hangup that I have, but it's a hangup that I see a lot of other people struggling with. And we have to let that go. I'm the oldest of four girls and I am the only single one in the family. Two of them are almost completely married, right? One of them's about to get married, but that's two out of four, right? The third one is the youngest one. And she's in a very good long-term relationship. I'm the only one. If I were to put that pressure on myself, I'd be exhausted and irritated all of the time. But I don't care because this is Whitney's journey. This is not the group's journey collectively. Like, no, I came in the world by myself. I'm going to leave the world by myself. This is my journey. This is Whitney's road and path to success and to wherever I'm supposed to be going. And I cannot involve other people in their timelines into my shit. It's just not necessary. So please, if I can do this, if I can manage to be the only single one in this situation, then you, I'm 100% certain can manage something very similar, something quite different, but also relative, right? You've got this. We all have got this. And I think our thirties will definitely be full of flirtation and thriving, thrivation. Is that a word? I think I just, every episode, I feel like I make up a new word, but yes, we are definitely 30, flirty and thriving. And I really hope that we continue to all do that together. If you are struggling in any of those areas, you know, being fixated on a number or, you know, wanting to be somewhere else that you're not, um, and you feel like you're completely lost, or maybe you're having a hard time letting your hair down and being creative, Um, I've gotten to a point now where I crave 
create creativity and being able to be creative um, in my everyday life. If you want to be more creative and more spontaneous and you want to have that fire and that confidence, that carefree lifestyle, definitely, definitely reach out. Um, that's something that I talk a lot about in my programs. And lastly, if you're not thriving the way that you want, if you're not growing in the environment that you're in, you want to change things up, you want to try something new, definitely, definitely reach out to me. You can always ping me personally, Whitney at WhitneyDanielle.com. You can hit me up on social media at Whitney Danielle Coaching on IG or hit up the show at Network and Spill. And let's talk. I think these are three really powerful areas of life that we could be maximizing right now. We should be maximizing right now. I am working so hard every day to maximize them and not so hard that I'm overcome with, you know, angst and stress, but I really do enjoy it. I think this life was meant to be enjoyed. So I really pray for everyone listening and their birthdays. I hope your birthdays are all fantastic this year. I hope this is the year that we all have amazing birthdays. If your birthday is in January or anytime in February, definitely ping me too and let me know. I may start doing shout outs. I'm trying to figure out how I want to do my shout outs, but definitely let me know. Um, and if you're going to send me a shout out request, definitely do it on the network and spill IG so I can track it easier. So I get a lot of pings on my, my business one. So yeah, let me know. I'll do some shout outs. So anyway, let me do some shout outs real quick. Shout out to everybody in San Diego who's hanging out with me on my birthday, who made the time and the effort to do so. Shout out to all the free shit I got in my inbox, you know, my lattes and my burgers and my whatevers. I got a lot of free stuff in my inbox, lots of ice cream too, by the way. Um, and then shout out for, you know, American Airlines and that really cheap ass flight I got from across country last minute, like $194 I spent on my flight. So shout out to American Airlines. I am really, really, really happy to have this opportunity to, to work with you all and to learn about you all and your journeys. So please feel free, subscribe, comment, like, share the show. We have more episodes coming every Thursday and I'll talk to you soon. Hopefully if you watch my Snapchat story, by the way, you'll see it's, it's going to get real. It's going to get real. This definitely add me on Snapchat if you like ratchet craziness because it's going to get crazy. I'm real PC on IG, but Snapchat is where we turn up. So my Snapchat is Whitney DC Life, I believe. So add me on Snapchat if you want to see the craziness and then follow me on IG and we'll, you know, we post the regular stuff during the daytime. Um, it's very PC. It's very cute. Um, we keep it real, but it's just not ratchet. So add me on both and follow the journey of the birthday journey and we will talk. We'll talk soon. I'll see you all later. Cheers.